Hello and welcome to this ISBA BursaCast for the 9th of February 2023. This episode has been recorded and released on Thursday the 9th. And in this relatively short episode, we're going to be having all the latest updates along with the questions and answers from our friend Rex Sartain, and then a brief excerpt from Richard Soldan, who was a partner at Lane, Clark & Peacock, about some TPS advice. So, to kick things off, we have the ISBA annual conference coming up, and the booking is now open. ISBA members can now book online for the 2023 conference in Manchester, which has been extended again this year to start at lunchtime on Tuesday, the 23rd of May. There are more details about the order of play for the conference on the ISBA website, so jump on there to get a full rundown of what to expect. In other news, there is an updated DfE material change guidance, and this is guidance on what constitutes a material change. This has been updated, and more information about that can be found on the ISBA website. From DFE updates to ISI updates, there is an F23 update. Following the publication of the report on the F23 consultation, the ISI has been undertaking pilot visits to a selection of volunteer schools to test inspection methodology and explore specific areas. It will send out an update of the findings of the pilots to date after half term and plans to publish the new framework in April 2023. During the summer term, the ISI will hold webinars and publish further resources for schools and other partner organisations. A comprehensive programme of inspector training is being delivered in advance of the new framework becoming effective. This is another quick reminder that the ISI is moving its financial year this year to align with the academic year. It has issued invoices to all schools in January to cover the inspection fee for the period 1st of January to 31st of August 2023. Prompt payment is appreciated. In September 2023, it will issue an invoice for the annual change for the academic year September 2023 to August 2024. Invoices will then be issued every September on an annual basis. And finally, some more information on team inspector recruitment. Initial team inspector recruitment remains paused for the time being, but the ISI is planning to reopen recruitment later this year. It will be in contact with all those who have expressed interest in due course. And following on from the ISI news, there is a short piece of information about the University of Bournemouth's Disaster Management Centre Research Project, here too referred as the BUDMC. The BUDMC would like to hear from ISBA members as part of their research project to develop and deliver a suite of exercise scenarios that can be used by school senior leadership teams to regularly exercise and develop their crisis management plans and teams. BUDMC. I'm not sure I can uh, stand by BUDMC. I think BUDMC will have to be what we have going forward. BUDMC will conduct interviews with ISBA members to identify scenarios to develop into exercise simulations, including critical issues that you may have encountered during recent events that are significantly impacting on your ability to prepare, respond, or recover to critical incidents. And with all of that taken care of, let's hear from our great friend, Rex. Well, Rex, it's that time of the week again. Thanks for being with us. It's a pleasure, and it's a lovely day right now. I don't know what it's going to be like for the listeners, though. 
Well, fingers crossed they've got the uh, the weather that we all want. But uh, it's been a busy week for the ISBA. Obviously, we saw you briefly at the finance conference, which was very busy. Yeah, really good value, actually. Uh, some great speakers uh, and some really good questions uh, from the floor. Marvellous. So let's just jump straight in. Advice and guidance, queries and answers. Top three for this week. We'll start with number one. I've looked in the reference library and the safer recruitment pack, but could you clarify, please, how many references we should be getting for an internal candidate appointment, please? So go for two references, but do note the internal references from uh, senior staff are sufficient. And that information is in the ISI commentary at paragraph 484, which says suitability references should also be sought for internal candidates. Internal references are permissible where appropriate. Brilliant. Thank you. Query two. Do you have any advice or views on what inflation rate to use for the next academic year for budgeting purposes? Yeah, good question. It's best to watch our 17th of January webinar on termly finance update, which discusses such matters as inflation in quite a lot of detail. You can also use the ISBA scenario template spreadsheet, which has a guidance uh, paper with it as well, uh, just to see how to adjust inflation rates as you plan for the years ahead. Brilliant. And final one, please can you confirm how long someone's details can be kept on the single central register? Yeah, there's a bit of uh, conflict here between Keep Children Safe in Education and the ISI commentary. But Keep the Children Safe in Education, paragraph 272, does state that details of an individual should be removed from the single central record once they no longer work at the school or college. But do note the ISI commentary in paragraph 542 which also says or recommends that this occurs at the end of each academic year. So there is no need to keep the Perry's details on the SCR after they have left. So there we are. Thank you, Rex. We'll round this off with the ISBA top tip of the week. So we've produced some frequently asked questions on practical responses to strike action and requests from employees for time off for childcare as a result of strike action in other schools. And do look at the links in the bulletin for more detail. Okie dokes, brilliant. Well, that is good information to have. Thank you very much for enlightening us. I'll let you get on and enjoy your, what looks like a sunny day with you. It's not so sunny with me. So you better get out there and and do some whatever it is you do. Yeah, I'm off. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks again to Rex for covering all of that for us now. We're going to be looking at some more information regarding the TPS. A few weeks ago, we had a webinar from Richard Soldan and his team at Lane Clark and Peacock, and we're going to be hearing a little excerpt from that just now, where he goes over his top bits of advice regarding the TPS for bursars. So here it is. So one of my three top tips. Firstly, as Alex explained, If you wish to consider changes ahead of April 2024, then it's certainly important to move quickly. Get your plan in place, get your working party together and start to think about your options. 
when you think about the options, it's very much a school by school decision reflecting your circumstances because you need to come up with a business case that fits the circumstances and facts of your school and is something that responds to the needs of your teachers so that you can propose something that you think will land well with them because it's something they will appreciate and hopefully it's a, a supported by a strong enough business case that they will understand your rationale for proposing change. And as Andy explained, communicating the business case, the reasons for change are really important and really do make a difference in that consultation process. Good communications can help things go smoothly and that's really something to focus on and plan for. And throughout all of this, we'd be very happy to help and do get in touch with any of us if you would like to do so. Thank you very much again to Richard and the team at Lane Clark and Peacock for covering all that important information for us. Looking forward, we have some important webinars coming up. Most imminently, there's one happening tomorrow, 10th of February, on property project planning. And then after this, there's a little break. And on the 21st of February, there is one on SEN and disability followed by one on the 24th of February on allergy management, followed by another on the 28th of February on discrimination in the workplace. There is also a new series of webinars around the topic Safeguarding for Bursars, Culture and Compliance. This programme of six webinars examines the unique role bursars have in keeping children safe. The course takes place over a series of six one-hour online live sessions, all from 11am to 12pm. The dates for these are the 1st of March, 15th of March, 22nd of March, 23rd of March, 28th of March, and the 30th of March. Please see the booking page for further details of the course programme and how to book your place. That is everything from us today. If you haven't listened to the previous BursaCasts, then there is one on crisis management, a TPS special, industrial action, and an update with John Murphy and Oliver Daniels from Harrison Clark Rickabees. So lots of information there. As always, if you do find this useful, please make sure to subscribe, send it around to members of your team who you think might also find it useful. And if you have any questions, please do email podcast at theisba.org.uk and I'll be in touch. Till next time, farewell. <laughs>